Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Living Fear Free podcast. I am your host, Dee Price, and today we are at episode six of 30 in our series. So today's episode is titled Fear and Your Imagination. And we're going to talk about how your imagination factors into keeping you tied to fear. At the end of episode five, we were talking about the Tower of Babel. And uh, just to recap, it went on to say that the whole earth had one language and one speech. And uh, it came to pass as they were journeying east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar and they dwelt there. And then they said, come on, y'all, let's make take some bricks and bake them, get some water, and uh, let's build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. So they wanted to make a name for themselves because they were afraid they were going to be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. When we fear something, we constantly run it back and forth in our mind. We use our imagination. We tie ourselves to that thing. Verse 5 says, But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down there and confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they ceased building the city. What they imagined, what they feared came to pass. But did you catch verse 6? Let me read verse 6 in the Amplified. It says, And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do. And now nothing that they have imagined they can do will be impossible for them. Nothing that you and I imagine as us doing, um, imagine as us happening to us, if we continually run that over in our minds, nothing will be impossible for us. It's got to come to pass. Genesis 12, um, God told Abram to leave his family and go to a place that he was going to show him. Well, Abram took his nephew Lot with him. So in Genesis 13, God had blessed Abram and Lot was blessed because of his association with Abram. And they got too big for one another and they couldn't dwell on the same land. So Abram said to Lot, you know what? Look north, south, east, west. Figure out where you want to go. If you go north, I'll go south. If you go east, I go, I'll go west. And so Lot looked and he saw a place that looked pleasing to him where it looked like you know, we can do good over there. So he decided to choose the best of what he saw. After Lot and Abram split, the Lord said to Abram, lift up your eyes now and look from the place where you are, north, south, east, and west, for all the land which you see, I give to you and your descendants forever. And I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth. So if a man could number the dust of the earth, then your descendants also could be numbered. Arise, walk in the land through its length and its width, for I give it to you. So that's Genesis 13. Genesis 14, 
Lot got himself in trouble. Abram had to go rescue him. Genesis 15, it says, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision saying, do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. God is always telling us not to be afraid. He's always telling us not to fear. And he's always telling us why. Do not be afraid. I am your shield. I am your exceeding great reward. Do not be afraid. I am with you. God's always with us. That's why fear is an unhealthy thing because when we're walking in fear, then we're not trusting God. We're not trusting what he said in his word. Verse two says, but Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me seeing I go childless and the heir of my house is Eleazar of Damascus. So he's saying, okay, so you promised me descendants that I could not number. And all I see here is somebody who was born in my house and I still ain't got no kids. So Abram said, um, you know, told him, you've not given me any offspring. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, this one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, look now toward heaven and count the stars if you're able to number them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. So let's get a picture of this. He didn't have any children. He was 75 years old. And the Lord said, you're going to have so many children. If you could number the dust of the earth, that's how many descendants you're going to have. Then he said, if you can count the stars in the heavens, that's how many descendants you're going to have. He gave him a picture. Abram is walking the earth. And all he sees in the daytime is the dust of the earth. God has given him something to look at in the daytime. And then at night, when he's laying on his back, he's looking up at the stars because they lived outside in tents. And all he saw was the stars. And so God gave him something to go to sleep at. He gave him something to meditate on and imagine in the daytime. And he gave him something to meditate on and imagine at night. And when the children of Israel were delivered out of bondage, I've heard anywhere that there were from two to three million that were delivered, that God delivered out of Egypt. There were so many that he could not number them. That's how our imagination works. But see, the enemy knows that. And so he's the cause of all the sicknesses and all the diseases on the earth. And he wants us out of here. So he's constantly keeping these diseases in our midst. He's constantly keeping these diseases before our eyes. He, every time I turn around, you hear about somebody who has cancer. You hear about somebody who has MS. You hear about somebody who has ALS. You hear about all of these diseases. There are so many diseases. There are even diseases now that are coming back that had been conquered that all of a sudden now have begun to manifest again. And every time we turn around, they're in the newspaper. You look at TV. Just about every commercial is either about food or medicine. And then when you look at these medicines, they tell you, well, you know what? This will get rid of, um, I don't know, erectile dysfunction, say. But if you take it, you will go blind. You lose your hair. You might not be able to um, speak for like, I don't know. It, it's just, there's so many, you, you'll have a heart attack. You may have a stroke, but hey, take this medicine because it'll cure this. 
we are being inundated with sickness and disease, and it's what they're keeping before our eyes. And because we're not keeping the word of God before our eyes, which says that Jesus himself took this sickness and bore this infirmity, and by his stripes we were healed, we're not seeing ourselves healed. Instead, we're seeing ourselves with these diseases. We've started to fear these diseases. And so what's happening? Every time you turn around, someone is, is dealing with this disease because they're putting this fear in us and we're tying ourselves to this fear because we keep seeing this. We keep seeing this and playing this thing over and over in our minds. Fear causes torment. We said that in one of the other episodes. Fear brings torment. Torment is a part of the fear. And these thoughts torment us. Fear is something that we need to learn how to kick out of our lives. And um, after the next episode, we're going to start talking about how we can do this. But I just needed us to see what we're doing with our imagination and how we're tying ourselves. We tie ourselves to fear the same way we tie ourselves to faith. It's just that what we're looking at, if we're looking only at the things that we're fearing, then those are the things that we're bringing into our life. If we're looking at the things that God said in his word, then we're able to combat those things that the world is putting in front of our eyes and we're able to walk free of those. But it's always a choice. It's always what we decide to do with the information we have. And we choose whether or not we're going towards faith or we're going towards fear. So tomorrow we are going to look at the relation between fear and our imagination and what we speak out of our mouths. Until then, this is Dee Price. I want to thank you for joining me today. And I'm just reminding you that living fear-free is not an impossibility. You can live fear-free. You don't have to live in fear. Until the next episode. Bye.